Good morning, good morning, good morning. Welcome to What Would Kay Say? I am your host, Kay Edwards. How is everyone doing today, right? My blessed and highly favored people. Of course, you know I always start out this show with that. I didn't always start out the show with that, but I find it to be fitting to start out the show with that going forward because we need to be reminded that we are blessed and highly favored, right? But before I get started on is on this show today, let me get rid of some housekeeping. If you are an Amazon shopper and would like to donate in a way that costs nothing to you, go to radiofreebrooklyn.com slash Amazon and register RFB as your Amazon Smile Charity. Every time you shop, a portion of your purchase benefits Radio Free Brooklyn. And why wouldn't you want to benefit a station that gives you everything that we give you? This show on Sunday mornings to jumpstart your week, right? The ending of your weekend. I'm your wind down to get things in perspective for what's ahead, right? And if you'd like to listen to Radio Free Brooklyn when you're not in front of your computer, please download our free mobile app for iPhone and Android, available in the App Store for iPhone and the Google Play Store for Android. So now today, yay, I'm excited, right? Because this is the 100th show of What Would Kay Say? Can we have a round of applause here? I should have taken the time to get the noise, you know, the background noise and all that stuff. But like I said last week, right, God is going to give me those people who are going to be in place to do all those things that I need them to do. But for today, this is a milestone for me because I didn't know I was going to be here 100 shows later. I didn't even realize that I would be here for the first show. And to me, this is exciting. I mean, oh, let me give you guys the call in number. If anyone wants to call in, the number is 718-673-8201. Once again, it's 718-673-8201. And for anyone who wants to just drop me a congratulations, you could go on my Instagram page, which is WWK Say Today. 
or my Facebook page, which is Kenya Z Edwards, you know, just me under my regular name. But um, getting back to this whole journey and how it started and why it started. When I think back to the first show, or actually before the first show, because God had been putting this together for Oh, we have a caller. Let's see who this is. Hello. Good morning. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. A hundred. Whoopee. I know. Now. I know. <laughs> I know. Thank you so much for being a listener and thank you for calling in. All right. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. So that was our first caller, which is amazing. I love that, right? And as I, oh, as I was saying, how the whole journey started, of course, you know, it started with finding one's purpose, right? And that was my whole quest. My quest started out in what is my real purpose for even being here? And all of us think about that on some level. Oh, we have another caller. Hello. Hello and good morning. Good morning to you. Happy 100th Thank you episode. so much. I'm so excited. I'm sorry. Good morning. <laughs> good morning. <laughs> I just love this show. It is one of the things I wake up every Sunday to listen to if i miss it i think i miss out so congratulations on this awesome milestone and i hope that god blesses you and continues to give you the direction and the path for a hundred more oh thank you so much that is so heartfelt i love it i love it when people call <laughs> in and tell me what they think <laughs> all right bye-bye bye-bye <laughs> Another caller. We had another caller, another listener. And I know a lot of my listeners, I know a lot of you are shy, like me, don't want to be in the limelight all the time, you know? But I love it when when you do show me the love. And it's not like I don't feel the love from you guys. Because to tell you the truth, if I only touch one person, that's all I needed to touch, right? God has me here. He has my voice here to touch that person or persons that I need to. So whether it be a million or whether it be one, that one is just as important. And I think it's not even that I think I know that's why he would have me here on the air to say the things that I say, to do the things that I do. Going back to as I started I wanted to know what my purpose was here on earth. Why was I even created? Why do I have to go through the day in and day out? What is it all for? And as I was beginning to say, everyone has that thought at one time or another to themselves in their life. And for those who want to make it seem like, oh, no, I'm not that philosophical or I don't get that deep. You know, I just go to work and take care of my family and do what I got to do. Yeah, it's not even that deep. It's just even just to realize, okay, so you go to work, you take care of your family and you do what you got to do. But why are you doing what you got to do? Why are you taking care of that family? Why are you getting up every morning to go to work? Even when you think of it on that level, 
as simplistic as you want. And that's how you know I've always kept this show. I've never kept this show to the point where when people tune in, they can't relate to what I'm saying. Even if you don't agree with what I'm saying, it's on a level that you could at least understand it to not agree with it. Some things are so far over your head, you don't know whether you should agree with it or not because you don't even understand what's being said. But the way he's had me bring across his message is so that no matter who is listening, like I said, whether you agree with it or not, at least you can understand what it is that I'm saying to you. And that's how God is. God is not this. He could be. He is totally complex. And he is. There are so many parts of him that we still have yet to understand. But the part of him that he wants you to know is the simple side of him, the simple side of just, I love you and I'm here for you. Going back to the whole purpose thing. He created us for him. He created us because he wanted to have us around him to love him as he loves us. So in my whole, why am I here? What am I doing? It got me to where he started. Okay, I have her attention. Because whenever you start saying, you know, well, why am I here? Well, what am I supposed to be doing? He's like, ah, finally, I have her someone's attention. So now I can tell them the reason why they're here. And my reason for being here is to let all of you understand, like I said, on a easy, simple level of what God really is to everyone. Now, whoever takes it and wants to go further with it and wants to go in depth with it, by all means do it because he's going to open up himself to you at the level that you can handle him. And for those of you who can only deal with him in baby steps, eventually, yes, you will get past the baby steps because you're gonna get tired of doing baby steps. That's just how human nature is, right? We never want to constantly keep doing the same thing over and over and over. We're always looking to do better, right? Even with, okay, even if you look at the simplest person, and now when I say this, I'm not being derogatory, but... I'm just going to use this as an example because it's the easiest example to think of at the moment. Even when you think about um, a homeless person, right? They don't want to be homeless. No one wants to be homeless. And it's not that the person that's homeless wants to live in a palace either. Because see, that's what, you know, that would be the big complex, oh, I want to, 50 room mansion. No, they want the simple, basic shelter. They just want to be able to stay warm and dry in the winter and stay cool in the summer, right? Everyone would want something that's going to make them comfortable. So I use that as an example to show you, even in your walk with God, everyone starts out at some level, as simplistic as it may be for you at that moment. But once you get there, of course, as he opens himself up to you, the more he reveals himself to you, the more of him you want to know. So I started out this journey, not just finding out what my purpose was, but also to help people find out what their purpose is as well. 
in the way that I could help them along the way as I'm finding mine, which I basically know what my purpose is. Like I said, it is to get his word out and to help people understand what their purpose is and how to go about finding it. So we started out this show, right? Because I knew I was going to be a mouthpiece for God in what capacity I wasn't sure. But we started out this show I started it out with, okay, I got to get the word out. How do I do that? Do I have guest speakers? And in the beginning, I did have guest speakers. And I'm still looking forward to having more guest speakers because I want people to be able to speak their truth out, to let others know how, yeah, God helped me too. And this is how I came to where I am. Because we always see the finished product of people, right? And that's one thing you'll say, you can say about this show I'm not a finished product by any means. But if you've been with the show from the beginning, you will see how I have evolved to be where I am right now. When I first got on the radio, I wasn't able to speak like this. Things wouldn't just flow out of my mouth. But then again, yeah, they did flow out of my mouth. But it wasn't the way I wanted it to flow out of my mouth because I've never been one that could not speak. I was just always one that would not speak. See, there's a difference. There's a difference in whether you can and if you will, because I was always one to I would keep to myself. But if something needed to be said, I would say it. So with that, when I came on the show, I was like, okay, I know what I want to do. I know I think I know how I want to put it out there. I know what my purpose is, but how is this going to work? How is this really going to work? And are people really going to listen to me? You know, like, well, why would they listen to her? Because in everybody's mind, it's like, oh, who cares what she has to say? Or, oh, what does she know? But can I tell you, we all have something to say. We all have something to say, but you just have to find what it is you're supposed to be saying. We're all not going to be saying the same thing, but there is something for all of us to say and do, hence making up the body of Christ, right? Because we all have to play our parts. And that's where knowing what your purpose is. So like I said, we started out this journey. I had everyone start out with the simplest of, if you don't know what you want to do, make the vision board, right? Make a vision board so that you can see or put in your mind what you think you might want to do. And it helps you play around with different things until you can see exactly what it is that you're drawn to, right? But then everybody does their own thing with that. And just like with God, he's progressive. God is not the same every day, But yet you can refer back to things that he said to you from before, but don't expect him to do it that same exact way. Right. And that's the same thing with how we went with the show. I'm talking about the same thing all the time. I'm talking about finding your purpose. I'm talking about who you are in the kingdom, who you should be looking to be in the kingdom. Right. I'm talking about the same thing all the time, every week, but I'm giving you different messages of how to get there. I'm giving you different messages of how to build yourself up to be prepared for when it's time for you to be in the kingdom, right? Because right now, right now we're just learning what it is that we're going to have to do. Because don't think that this is the end all. Okay, yeah, you got saved and okay, I'm good. No, everything that we do, it's building towards something else. 
And as you would always like, okay, people who were in the church from before, if you could remember, we always laugh, right? When I get with some of my friends and they'll say like, yeah, my grandmother or my great grandmother used to always be like, girl, he's coming back. You know, he's coming back. Everyone has always been talking about his return, Christ's return back to earth, right? But as you see, as we get older and as the generations, you know, become more, it's getting closer to that time where he is coming back. And that's what this whole preparation was. The preparation is to be ready for when he does come back. So if you're going through the Bible, yes, when you first start out, you're starting out with the simplest of things of, you know, God is love. Jesus is love. He teaches you everything. But then you have to. You have to move over and go into the other books as well, like Revelation, right? And this whole talk, the topic for this, and I didn't even give you the topic. Oh, gosh, how could I do that? How could I talk so much and not give the topic? And you're probably getting the gist of what the topic is anyway. The topic of this whole talk of why this whole show came about is the chosen ones. That's what the whole topic is about, being the chosen one, right? Being one of those who was chosen by God, right? And that's what we've all been doing, preparing ourselves, finding what our purpose is so that we could live as the chosen ones, right? Because that's what he that's what he created us to be. He's looking for us to stay the course of why he chose us. Because there is going to come a time when he, Christ, will return. And when he returns, he's going to be looking for his people. He's going to be looking for you and he's going to be looking for you and to answer to him as to, okay, well, what were you doing all this time that I left you here? What were you doing with the time that was given to you as you were left here, right? So it's all in preparation for what's to come. And I'm sure since God has opened this door now, he's going to have me walk through it in further shows, I'm sure, of exactly how he's preparing us to be ready, to be ready for him. And I'm not trying to make it all spooky and like, oh, my gosh, what's she saying? The world is going to end tomorrow. No, I'm not saying that at all. But everything that we do, everything that we do is in preparation for something, right? I mean, just think about it. When you're born, you're a baby, you go to school. What are you going to school for? Why do you think you have to go to school? Oh, you go to school so that when you become an adult, you can then take care of yourself, find an occupation that can sustain you so that you can make money to survive, right? So everything we do in life is with the preparation for something else. Why would anything that God does be any less? Why would he not want to prepare us for what's to come in his kingdom? Why wouldn't he? If on earth we prepare our kids to be ready to be adults, to be fruitful, why wouldn't God do the same? So when you look at it on that aspect, it's not so far out there or, oh, I can't grasp that or, you know, I'm not spiritual or religious or no, it's just everyday thought. It's just everyday thought. Just apply the same thing to how you look at things every day. And that's where faith comes in too, because a lot of people are, if I can't see it and touch it, I don't believe it. Well, just because you can't see it and touch it doesn't mean that it's not there, 
right? Just because you can't see something and touch something and feel something all the time, it doesn't mean that it does not exist. So with the whole finding of your purpose and getting to know who you are and getting to know who he is, that's what this whole journey of this show has been. For the first 100 shows, he's been preparing us and he's still preparing us and he's still preparing me. But like I had said from weeks ago, I think if you guys can recall, I feel a change in the atmosphere for myself. I feel a change that everything is not going to continue to go the same way as it has gone. Like, yes, I'm speaking on the radio. And yes, this is 100 shows. Like I said, I never even thought I would get through the first show. My first show, I was so nervous. I was like, what am I doing? What am I doing? Do I really think that I can do this? Now, when I walk into the studio, it's like, (laughs) what do you mean? Yeah, I could do this. And then some. But I didn't start out there. He had to, he had to groom me. He had to show me that, yes, I am capable of doing whatever it is that he has for me to do. Not whatever it is that I feel I want to do, but whatever it is he has for me to do. And that's another thing, too. You'll come up with challenges when it's what you want to do. But if it's going with what he wants you to do, yes, not that the road is going to be easy, but it's going to be easier because he's directing your path, right? You're following in what he has for you to do. And I wanted to read Deuteronomy 7 and 9, where it was talking about God being faithful, right? And of course, you know, I'm always coming from the New King James Version. And Deuteronomy 7 and 9 says, Therefore, know that the Lord your God, he is God, the faithful God who keeps covenant and mercy for a thousand generations with those who love him and keep his commandments. So like I said, he chose us, right, expecting us to be what he created us to be. And he's going to be there with us until the end. And that's because, as I had mentioned before, we are all parts of a body, right? First Corinthians 12. For as the body is one and has many members, but all the members of that one body being many are one body. So also is Christ. For by one spirit, we were all baptized into a body, whether Jews or Greeks, whether slaves or free, and have all been made to drink into one spirit. For in fact, the body is not one member, but many, right? So all the work that we're doing today is for that time. All the work that we're doing is for when we become one collectively in him, right? Because when he comes back, there's going to be a certain rain. And I was going to go into that today, but I said, no, let me keep it just as this as the introduction. But we will be going into the books of Revelation because there are some things that are happening today that we need to put together to see why it's happening and to go according to what the book has said was going to happen, right? But just as just for that, we know the reason of this whole journey that we've been taken on this radio show has been to prepare ourselves for what's to come later and to just be just to be who we were created to be, to put that to put that question to rest as far as, you know, like why am I doing this and 
just so that within your own walk, you feel comfortable in everything that you do, say, who you hang with, why you hang with them, why is it important to hang with them, you know, all those things. So I just hope that all of you who might get it on the rebroadcast, if they play it here, or for those of you who go to my show page on RadioFreeBrooklyn.com, what would Kay say? You can see my past shows there. Or on Spotify, you can find my past shows there and on iTunes. But however you listen, if you get up early on Sunday and listen to me, or if you catch the the pot, you know, they call it a podcast. I don't call it a podcast. I, I don't know what it's called, where I post it up. When you catch my archived shows and you listen, it's still relevant for whenever you're listening to it because he's going to have you listen to it when you need to hear what it is that I had to say, right? Because I've had people come back to me and say, oh, I was listening to the episode that you did on whatever, prayer or that you did on habits and oh my gosh, God was just talking to me about that. So God's word is always relevant. It's always relevant whenever it is that you read it or hear it. It's always going to be at the time in your life when you need to. And that's what this show is about, to be able to give you what you need at the moment when you need it, be it today, this morning, or be it two weeks from now when you happen to listen to this show, right? That's what I'm here for. And as long as he has me here, I will continue to do all that he has me to do. So yes, I'm very excited about this being my 100th 100th show. And of course, I always still get tongue-tied. And that was one thing I had to overcome as well. I'd be like, God, you know, when I start talking so fast, I get so tongue-tied and I my words start tripping over each other. And he was like, they still understand what you're saying. They still know what you mean. And it's true. And I, that was something that always stayed on my mind for a long time. Like, oh, my gosh, people are going to be like, she doesn't know what she's talking about. Listen to her. Listen to the way she sounds. Because I'm not so eloquent in my words when I say things. I mean, I could be if I really wanted to. But half the time, I'm like, why? You understand what I'm saying when I say it, right? But that's another story. But, yes, I do see... God taking this to another level. I do see him taking me to another level and doing other things. Because remember, remember I had said, I'm getting, I'm gathering all this information for my autobiography. I have a memoir that I have to put out, right? <laughs> and I know when I said that, I've from a little girl, I've always said, I'm going to write a book about me because people need to know who I am. And I want it to be an autobiography because only I know who I am. I'm sure there will be plenty of biographies of people who think they really know me and they want to write a book about me from their side of what they know about me, which is fine because that's just one part of me that they would know because I'm not the same person to everyone, right? People bring out different parts of you. So one book could be about what that person knows about me. And another book will be about what somebody else knows about me. But my book is ultimately going to be about what I know about me and who I am. So that's what all this gathering has been done, right? Because we're all going to write our memoirs for later on, right? That's our quest. Well, that's mine anyway. And with that, I've been rambling and talking and yes, just letting myself out today because I wanted it to be kind of loose because this is 
you know, a milestone for me, but also in with it being a milestone and it being very relaxed and comfortable, I still wanted to put in some teachings as well. So you can do the two together. It is possible to do the two together. But with that, I think that we should take a music break. And I didn't really put any songs together for today. Usually I put songs together for the show. And I didn't really do that today because I figured I would just play whatever came to my mind to put on. And it probably will be some songs that you've heard from before because I usually try to always showcase new music. But for today, I think I'm going to play songs that I think really say what, you know, I'm feeling right about now. And this, this one definitely comes to mind because it really just, it states everything of how I was doubtful and how he did bring it to pass. So I hope you enjoy these songs. I'm just going to randomly pick them as they're playing. Whatever comes to my spirit, I'm going to play. But we're going to take a little break before we go into op-ed. You have been listening to What Would Kay Say here on Radio Free Brooklyn, What Brooklyn Sounds Like. Stopping my shine They try to break me, try to take me out But I got Jesus on my side so bad I thought I would die But ain't no power stronger than the one that came and laid down his life And I got mountains to climb But the enemy can't stop me Cause there's a calling on my life So when I'm crying, don't last too long Cause he gon' step in and make it
been praying And you still have no answers Have you been pouring out your heart for so many years? Have you been hoping That things would have changed by now? Have you cried all the faith you have through so many tears? Don't forget the things that he has done before And remember he can do it all once more It's like the brightest sunrise Waiting on the other side of the dark 
listening to the sound. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. You are listening to What Would Kay Say here on Radio Free Brooklyn. It is now time for the part of the show that I call Op-Ed. And everyone knows that listens to Op-Ed that it's usually things that's going on in the news and what's happening today, right? So today's Op-Ed, there's been a lot going on in the news. I mean, You know, I had said at one time I was taking a break from the news because the news was just filled with so much stuff. It was just too much stuff to comprehend, right? But when I did finally start listening to the news, it was for me to 
to really just say, even in the course of how I had said earlier in the show, how God is preparing us, just preparing us in life, that with everything going on, it's just a testament to the truth that he's trying to prepare us for about, you know, people just being just cruel and evil and manipulative. It's just you're seeing it more and more every day and it's widespread. And that's the importance of you being on your A game in the purpose of why you're here. Because you have to be the one to combat that evil that's out there because it's out there. And just think about it. People are inherently evil in their heart, right? So it takes God to change that heart from thinking and functioning the way that it does. And it's only going to change if you allow him in to change it. And I say that to say because, okay, we know we had the case with the Rittenauer guy, right? That the protest of the young guy that was the young man that went to the protest and ended up killing two people, but he claimed it was self-defense, right? Well, there was a story I saw on the news the other day that, you know, once they have a court order, and someone gets acquitted for a particular crime, then, you know, everybody wants to say, oh, well, that's what happened to me. So this is what I'm claiming. And this is what it is. Right. We saw it with Trayvon Martin and the stand your ground in Florida. Right. Then everything became a stand your ground. Right. Now we have this written hour case where he claimed self-defense because he felt that his life was threatened. Right. So I saw in the news the other day of this man going to pick up his son from, I believe it was his ex-wife, because she was there with, I believe, her now husband, and it was his wife that was actually filming what was going on from the car, okay? So I'm sure whenever you have exes involved, there's always a bit of tension, especially when it comes to children, and everybody wants to use the kids as a pawn, right? to show that they're right or the better parent or why the other one is not as good as they are, right? So I'm sure there had been some tension between these two families from the beginning, from when the husband and wife first split up because the only part that we see from when she started filming, and I guess in her spirit, she felt, I need to get this on tape so everybody can see what's happening. Her husband is going up to the door and he's arguing with the ex, right? And the husband comes out. So then he starts arguing with the husband or boyfriend, whatever he is. So they're saying, you know, he's like, I'm always, I'm here to get my son. And you're always giving me a problem to get my son, blah, blah, blah. It's always the same thing. You never have him here. If somebody wanted to see him, they could have saw him after I brought him back, back and forth. The then husband or boyfriend goes into the house, comes out with a shotgun, right? So he points it at the ex. And he has it like right there in his face, like right there to his chest because the ex is a big guy and the, the new one is like, he's a small guy, right? So they start arguing. The two of them start arguing and they're like chest to chest because by then he puts the gun down and then like chest to chest, chest to chest in each other's face, yelling and screaming about the kid. And he's like, get off my property. You know, don't come here making all this noise. So he backs up and raises the gun again. So then the ex goes, oh, what are you going to do? You know, why you got that gun pointed at me? I'm here to get my son, blah, blah, blah. Still not paying any attention that the guy has a gun because he's in his mind. I'm sure he's saying 
I'm just here to get my son. And yes, we're arguing, but I don't care that you have a gun. I'm not even afraid of you because I'm sure he's probably thinking the man is not going to shoot him. He's just thinking he's posturing because he's smaller than him. So he points the gun and then the guy takes the gun and he shoots at the ground at the big guy's foot, right? At the ex's foot. So then the ex gets upset. So then he's like, don't be, you know, shooting that thing at me. So he goes to grab the gun from him, like, I guess, to throw it. Like, what are you doing? Stop playing or whatever. So he takes the gun, but he spins the guy around when he takes the gun. So, but he didn't take it because the other guy was holding it. So he spins him around with the rifle and he ends up throwing the guy off the porch. The guy then raises the rifle and shoots the ex twice. Dead. And of course, now the wife that's in the car, she's filming all this. So now, of course, the argument is going to be self-defense because I felt my life was threatened. Right. But the whole thing of it is. You went in the house and got this gun. He wasn't even talking to you when he came to the house. He was talking to the ex-wife and they were arguing back and forth which looked like it's something that they did on a regular because she wasn't afraid of the, he wasn't even in her face. They were standing a distance apart, but they were arguing back and forth. So you wouldn't, you can tell that it was a dynamic that had went on between them forever. But the, the boyfriend husband goes and gets the gun. And now when you look at it, yeah, when the guy swung him around with the gun, You could say, oh, yeah, he had to defend himself because, you know, that guy's bigger than him. But had he not have went in the house and got the gun? You know know what I'm saying? I'm still leading back to that, just like with the young boy who shot the two people. He went back and got his gun. Why would you take a gun to a protest and then claim, oh, I felt my life was threatened, so I had to kill him? You went into that situation, just like the man here that went and got the gun. He walked into that situation because technically the situation was going on between the exes. They were talking about their kid. So it's it's just going to be interesting to see how that story plays out. But I'm just saying all that to say how now that whole verdict has opened up so many more cans of worms now and how many people are going to be now claiming self-defense because I felt my life was threatened. And on what, you know, what grounds? If you look at me too long, do I feel my life is threatened? You know, like if you stare at me too hard, do I feel my life is threatened? You know, it's to what extent does it actually go? I mean, like when, when does it, come to the point where it's not and that's just my um that's my take for this week's op-ed something for you to think about so now I have 10 minutes left to the show and of course you know I always have to do we're in December so we have a new word of the month and our word of the month for this month the ending month is going to be let me put my glasses on because you know I cannot see without my glasses. That's so bad. I never thought I'd have to say that. I never wore glasses before. Now I'm like, I can't see without them. Anyway, I digress. Uh, resilience. And I'm not, I'm not sure if we've had that word before. But you know what? If we did, that means he's bringing it back again because it's something he wants us to be. 
right? Resilience is our word for the month. And it means the capacity to recover quickly from difficulties, toughness. And that's our word for this month of December to close the month out. We're going to be resilient, right? Our word is resilience. And our promise is going to come from Hebrews 13. Sorry, my throat is getting very dry now. Hebrews 13, 5 to 6. Let your conduct be without covertness. Be content with such things as you have. For he himself has said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. So we may boldly say, the Lord is my helper. I will not fear. What can man do to me? And that's our promise for this week. So with that, I say, everyone have a blessed Sunday. For all of you that joined me, I thank you. I thank you for being there with me all of my days through all of my 100 shows. And as my earlier listener caller said, may he bless me to do 100 more shows. I receive that 100 more and then some and bigger and better and bolder statements of getting his word out and his message out and helping all of you to fulfill your purpose of why you were created. I'm here for that. I'm totally here for that. So we look forward to that. We look forward to everything that God has for us in our lives individually and collectively. And as I always end with my PSA, COVID is still out there. You know, Omicron, you knew when I talked about it last week, it was just going to be a matter of time before it was here in New York, right? As I was speaking about it, it was here in New York. It was just to give some of you the heads up that weren't paying attention, that this stuff spreads quick. How could it not spread quick? We're flying in people from all over the world daily. You know how many flights come into JFK on a regular foreign flights? We're not even talking domestic flights. We're talking foreign flights. It's everywhere, people. Omicron is everywhere. So with that, I want you to be safe. Wash your hands, wear your mask, social distance, and until the Lord brings us back together again next week, right? Until he brings us back together again next week, peace. Only imagine what it will be like when I walk by your side. I can only imagine what my eyes will see when your face is before me. I can only imagine. Surrounded by your glory, what will my heart feel?
You say 